Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now welcome to super movie brothers let's start the show Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave. It has been a few weeks since me and Jay have uh, actually recorded a full and proper episode, and unfortunately, this is not a full episode that you're going to be listening to. Uh, We did record a longer episode, however... Life started getting in the way. Um, during that two-week hiatus that me and Jay are coming off of, I had decided with my wife that we're going to be moving. So um, that has pretty much been in process since the last time me and Jay recorded. Uh, so we've been getting our house ready for sale, going out looking for other houses. Uh, not to mention, i do not not sure if I mentioned this to everybody, but the reason for this is that Lauren is pregnant so you're pregnant (laughs) Uh, we're going to be having another child to add to the household so it's time for our little house to get a little bit bigger but uh (laughs) me and jay uh did get to sit down we recorded a full episode however i didn't have time to edit that full episode but i wanted to get something out i wanted to get something to you because it's just been too long um you know i i didn't I didn't really prepare for all of this taking up so much time, but it has, and it probably is going to continue taking up time, but we are going to start coming out with content each week. It's just not going to be as long. I need, I need short stuff so that I can edit quickly and get it out to you. So that way I'm not taking forever on the back end. I just don't have the time at night, unfortunately, with everything that's going on. I mean, we're getting kicked out of our house every 10 minutes by some fucking yuppie, uh, you know, who wants to come down and look at our house and decide whether he wants to buy it and insult me to my face and tell me all the shit that I did wrong with it. Uh, so <laughs> um, while that's going on, we're, we're constantly in and out of the house while people are coming in to take a look at it. So there's not a lot of time to sit down properly and edit. And no one wants to come look at their future home while the hideous chud is locked away in his in his office working on his podcast because that's what you want to explain to a new home buyer it's just like no it's fine you guys just just look around the house it's gonna be fine i'm just gonna sit here and i'm gonna work on my podcast and that's immediately gonna make someone go like i don't want to buy this house i don't know what it is uh that that makes people think that way but when the realtor was here he walked into the studio and he looked around and he was like why is there a giant like you know red circle with clouds and smb written in it and i was like that's it's my podcast logo and he's like you got to remove that 
<laughs> like immediately get that shit off the walls. And he goes, someone really likes Star Wars, so you got to get rid of all that. You don't want to be you don't want to be the Star Wars house. So <laughs> I, I spent the entire weekend completely stripping down the studio. The only thing that's left is literally a desk and a computer and Oswald uh, the Turtles tank in here. And that's it. This is a bare room. So uh, it's probably why I'm sounding a little bit more echoey now. But I, me and Jay did sit down and we and we did record. We recorded two reviews. I watched Color Out of Space with Nicolas Cage, and Jay and I together our review Palm Springs, which is the uh, little indie darling film that uh, went straight to Hulu after uh, festival season run. So we got those uh, reviews for you this week. Next week, we're going to have something different. Uh, we're going to be doing a top five next week. So hopefully you guys enjoy that top five. If you get the chance, I joined Gerald from Two Peas on a Pod. I joined him and him and I did a top five, which should be dropping any day now. Him and I did a top five movie props. There's some, there's some stipulations to it. There's some rules. So you're gonna have to go over to Gerald's, uh, to Gerald's podcast, Two Peas on a Pod, and check that out over there. I had a ton of fun doing it. I love getting to talk with Gerald. Him and I haven't hooked up and talked. Well, him and I have never hooked up, but he's a handsome man and he's got a beautiful head. No hair on it, but. You know, God only made so many perfect heads. The other ones he covered with hair. So, uh, but I joined Gerald. We had a great time doing our top five movie props. So you can check that out over on Two Peas on a Podcast uh, on your favorite podcast listening app. And he may be joining Jay and myself next week for our top five. Our top five next week is top five movies that should have been rated R. So without any further delay, let's get into this week's reviews. All right, Jay, we got two reviews. Uh, I'm going to do a brief review for The Color Out of Space. I've been saying The Color of Space like this entire podcast. Uh, and then I looked it up before doing this because I was like, that doesn't sound right. And it, and I, I, I was right that I was wrong. <laughs> it is The Color Out of Space. And then you and I are going to do a combined review mm. for... Palm Springs, which came out two weeks ago, uh, almost three weeks ago, on on Hulu, um, and uh, it's th- that's probably the more meteor discussion, I think. But let me get into color out of space. All those years in the big city, we finally got out. We're living the dream. Maybe it is a dream. Everything just blew up. Big flash, like a pink light. Or actually, I don't even know what color it was. It wasn't like any color I'd ever seen before. Looks like a meteorite. It's radioactive. I mean, it's from space, right? Meteorites are generally no more dangerous than ordinary rocks. How can something that big just disappear? Did you plant those? No. Ward, you come here for a sec. Oh, God. What are you doing? Shh. It's talking to me. 
Who's talking to you? in the static, it's in the moisture, it's in here, it's out there. And what's out there is in here now. Everything's under control. Why are you so in denial? That thing from the meteorite changes everything around it. It's just the color. But it burns. Can you believe me now? I don't know why I believe anymore. All right, so Color Out of Space is a sci-fi horror film that is directed by Richard Stanley. It stars Nicolas Cage. Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and be until you pissed blood? That's right. So you know you're Say in for what? some. You're in for some weirdness. And Jolie Richardson as the mother and father. Uh, they are a family from the big city who moved back to Nicolas Cage's family farm. And began raising alpacas. They're the animals of the future, don't you know? Uh, or as so, so Nicholas Cage's character of Nathan will tell you throughout the entire throughout the entire uh, movie is that they're the animal of the future. Everything's about the alpacas. Everything for the alpacas. We got to save the alpacas. Okay. <laughs> uh, and one night, a strange meteor falls out of space, impacts right in their backyard, right off their back step, and they all see kind of like this flash of like pinkish, purplish, bluish haze uh, that flashes before their eyes. And they're they're unable to describe it, really. Uh, and as time goes on, uh, it, it begins to change both their behaviors, the environment around them. Uh, and it, it really, the, the way I took this movie when I was done with it, it's like if The Thing, like John Carpenter's The Thing, met Annihilation. Oh, so it's based okay. on an H. It's based on an H.P. Lovecraft short story. So that right there should tell you uh, at least somewhat about the the level of, of weirdness that's in this. Now I love H.P. Lovecraft, and I, I was in, I was intrigued by this movie. It was one of those things where like I was doing one of my like late night. Uh, all right, what, what network what did some you find the, this on? It's, uh, I rented it on, okay. on 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 demand. So I was doing my like my late night thing where um, sometimes if if I have the time or I can't sleep or um, I just you know want to watch something new, I'll go through and I'll look up something like let's say like you know top number of movies or whatever uh, horror movies in 2020. Let's say you may not have seen or something like that. And I'll look up lists like that, and I'll I'll check it out to see like okay, seen that, seen that, seen that, seen that. And uh, I came across this one, and I read the description, and I was like, all right, I'm in. Let's 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 give it a spin. You took four minutes of my life, and I want them back. Oh, I'd only waste them anyway. So I did. And, uh, you know, a a lot, at least like the color palette and stuff reminded me a lot of Mandy. And I think that that has something to do with the fact that Nicolas Cage is in it. And he is absolutely hamming it up here. (laughs) Every chance he gets, he hams it up. But it fits the story and it fits the character. So it works in a way. It's it's a complete mind bender. And it definitely leaves you kind of feeling awkward hmm. it, it it feels it feels wrong it, it's not incredibly gory but there are moments of like body disfigurement and transformation that occur where you're just like ugh, oh fucking god oh no 
Jesus now. Um, but wow. yeah, they, they do a great job of, of showing it sparingly enough that when you do see it, uh, it's, it's quite shocking. Uh, of course, with, with the name of the color out of space, the color palette, uh, you know, the cinematography in it, they were absolutely gorgeous. It was absolutely amazing. You know, watching these colors in, in full, you know, ultra high definition was absolutely fantastic. Uh, so, you know, big ups for that. I, my big problem with it is I would say it takes about half hour to 45 minutes to grab you before you're like, you're in, you're invested now. Um, but it's so simplistic that you kind of get what's going on right from the beginning. So for it to take that long for it to grab you, uh, it, it just kind of feels like a little bit of a misstep. It's an hour and 50 minutes, um, and it possibly could have done with being about 90 to you know 100 minutes. Uh, it's just, it's just uh, I felt like it was a little tad too long, but I, I still really enjoyed it. I, I, I like Nicolas Cage's performance here. I always love Nicolas Cage. We get some Nicolas Cage losing his shit, Jay. Yeah, I missed that. I Right, you, you gotta miss that. It's not a movie I would recommend to you, per se, though. I don't think... Okay. I don't, I don't think this is something that like you would sit down and be like, all right, that was great. You know, It's more like something you would go like, hmm, that's interesting, and that's it. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's fair. It's definitely one of those movies where it's like, if you are someone who is a fan of the horror sci-fi genre you like a little bit of the genre bending and you like you know things like the thing and annihilation or or you're an hp lovecraft fan i would say you definitely check it out if i was giving it a score i would give it the the dreaded score i feel like that the score that every person who reviews movies when they don't know what to give something gives it i'm giving it a b minus the 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 respectable you had a good time you enjoyed it right exactly Exactly. I feel like B minus is the ultimate reviewer's cop out score. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's up there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's the ultimate reviewer cop out score. I mean, I really enjoyed it, uh, but it's not something where I was like, I'm dying to go back. You know, like with Annihilation, that like something I'm comparing it to. I, I found things in that movie that I that I wanted to know more about, and I wanted to go deeper into it. And they 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 latened it with so much. L- depth that i could go back and find new things and 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 get something new out of it each time same thing with the thing uh i think with this it was my first time watching it i've heard some people say like there's a level of depth there that i'm missing and i may have missed it i i might need to watch it again but i'm not going to pay for it interesting again. i'm gonna i'm gonna wait until it's somewhere video on demand and i'm gonna All check right, it dave, out dave give but, us that title one more time because i knew that was a little weird one color out of space Color out of space. Okay, yes. we'll put that on the on uh, on your list, everybody. And uh, if you're into that kind of weird stuff and and good old Nicolas Cage, I mean, check it out. Just at least look at the trailer. At least shit. look at the trailer. You know, get a feel for it before you want to pay for it. Because... I actually did that. I, I watched the trailer oh, okay. beforehand, and I was like, okay. I mean, I'm in. I, I in for a penny, in for a pound. I I watched it all, and yeah, it is. It, it's. Like I said, I, I can't sing its praises because I feel like it, it, it wasn't good enough for that. But if you're into something strange and different, perhaps for sure, yeah, it's 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 certainly different. Um, I, I really, I, I really do encourage people to see it. And I, I've talked to some other people who absolutely loved it. Just thought it was one of the 
best horror films that they've seen hmm. in 2020 so far. So, all right, Jay, we got another film that we're going to be reviewing. We got Palm Springs. It's going to be a beautiful wedding. Here you are, standing on the precipice of something so much bigger than anyone here. But always remember, you are not alone. I don't think that we met. I'm Sarah. Niles. Hi. Hi. It's gonna be a beautiful wedding. Good day so far? Today, tomorrow, it's all the same. You, what is going on? Hey, get out of the water, girl! Guess you followed me. It's one of those infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about. The second you fall asleep, it all just goes back to the start. I drove all the way back home to Austin, and I still woke up here. One time I smoked a bunch of crystal and made it all the way to Equatorial Guinea. It was a huge waste of time. Well, then what's the point of living? We kind of have no choice but to live. No, I'm gonna get out of this. Suit yourself. See you tomorrow. So now what do we do? You just have to embrace the fact that nothing matters. Do you sleep with people in here? Great question. I have, but it takes a lot of work. May I cut in? It's the first dance. And that's a deal breaker? That didn't work. <laughs> Let's waste some time. This film hit the hit the film circuit a couple months before its release on Hulu, a couple months before COVID, actually. Um, and it stars Andy Sandberg as uh he getting groundhog day is essentially what's going on oh yeah um it takes that takes that concept that one other film did really well well um, and but, the great thing about it is like you didn't know that going into it just like uh, Groundhog i 100 percent did because when i when i watch tv on well, hulu it keeps telling me that his character <laughs> is reliving the same day over and over again and i was like all right he getting groundhog day but it does do something different with that concept something interesting with that concept it goes a level deeper than groundhog day does that 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 makes it unique and i i think you know it's the one of the first times i've seen andy samberg in something where i was like other than than like his skits and stuff like that where i was like i truly love him in this mm-hmm. it's my dick in a box my dick in a box baby yeah, and it's been. I mean, granted, I don't watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, but that's how I looked at his character. He was a toned down Jay Peralta okay. from 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 Brooklyn Nine Nine. Okay, because I know a lot of people like that show and him. Love it. Um, I haven't seen a role that I liked from him in quite some time. Other than so Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Correct, and that is a very underrated film. This was. Uh, a huge surprise for me. Now, I, I I heard about the buzz. You know, this was the, the had the record sale at a Sundance by sixty nine cents. You know, <laughs> beating the previous record. It's kind of funny. And I, to be honest, I understand why because I came across coming out of that movie saying I haven't had that much fun with a movie in years. <laughs> yeah, it does something interesting where it 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 
balances so many lines. It's it's a comedy. It's a drama. It's uh, and the, it's feel it's feel good, but it's also it's, depressing. It's familiar. It's real. Right. It's grounded. And it's science fiction, and the, but it's and the char- also and, fantasy sure. in a way. And, and as the well. characters like, are 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 real people, you know, with real flaws that do come out with patience. You know, they come out when they are due to come out. And it it's it's you know it it doesn't it doesn't just have the straight up typical formula set up that you would expect with this formula. You know what I'm saying? Right. The way it plots out, and you have great cameo from J.K. Simmons, who's fantastic. You say uh, cameo, I say supporting actor. Like I guess so. I mean, he's in it a fair bit. For me, it was like a cameo turned into a supporting character. I guess you can he say he has yeah. the scene that. This is not a movie I expect to. I expect it to choke me up at all. Yeah, I did not expect it from oh, this movie. Dude, Believe that, me, that, when you that, watch the trailer, that scene that you're talking about that comes out obviously very much later in the film. It's um, the backyard scene. Yes, yeah, the back. Uh, exactly. For those who the, have seen it, the backyard scene. Holy shit, dude! Holy yeah, shit! And it's J.K. Simmons, man. He does it so well. Oh, dude! And it makes so much sense, right? It just really does. Like, he, given his circumstances. Um, maybe the person who he is, and you got and you got to put it in perspective. The, you know, I know we might be spoiling things right now a little bit, but like, you know, they don't really tell you how long they've been in this loop. No, you know, how many years? How many days? Like, you just don't know. You get the impression that it's been considerable, at least a couple hundred thousand days for Andy Samberg's character. Oh wow, you're point. going a hundred thousand. Um, yeah, like he, so you're not even he, he going makes, by years. He makes it a point that that it's it's been a long time for him, right? Um, for both him and J.K. Simmons' character, right, um, right. right. And, I kind of and expected, the character of Sarah, who is yeah. who's played by Kristen Milotti. Yeah, it's 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 shorter, but she obviously felt the length. She, she hit the sure. wall that they hit. See, I was expecting five years. That was my right, guesstimate, um, and I was thinking it's it's not known, and, right, and that's one right, of the things I that I love, and I like and that you, too. Me and you, me and you were talking about. No, don't don't get lost here. Um, not you, Jay, but like everyone else, if you haven't seen Palm Springs yet, the dinosaur scene. Like you and I were kind of like discussing that a little bit, and time is relative you know it, it, it time exists all at the same time we just perceive it linearly so if you are a person who is having your day reset over and over and over and over again i think like the dinosaurs are kind of representative of like the day turning back to to the beginning again and kind of time becoming more relative and them mm-hmm. kind of slipping through that that time ether if you will and it's it's kind of like a bleed over um from you know yeah. the fact that they're seeing a different time and, and i think that's and i think us. that's and that's 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 a fair and i think it's a pretty logical explanation for for the way things play out now i think the number one thing you know we got to talk about is the two leads i mean their chemistry and their characters um you know particularly kristen melodia i mean she I mean, I recognize her from some small roles on like The Wolf of Wall Street, playing I think the right. first wife of Leo character. Um, right, but the thing Fargo, I recognize her from is like, but, she's the mother from How I Met Your Mother. Um, that that character that we waited right, so long to right, get. Right. If you right. watch that series, and then when you get her, you like her, and then spoilers for How I Met Your Mother. 
they kill her in the last episode by giving her yeah. cancer and having Ted end up with Robin and making you go, what the fuck was I watching yeah. this entire show for? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this, that sucked. That sucked. I don't think you had enough time to fall in love with her in that show. They gave her a pretty shit role. Um, this is kind of like that first thing that like I've seen her in where I'm oh, like, huge right. breakout. She's going to, yeah, she's going to have a bit of a career going forward after this. And I'm surprised, you know, I know it's difficult for some comedic actors and, and, and especially as a female, um, and for her to have that great hybrid, you know, I don't know exactly what she approached going into her career. Was it more dramas? Was it more like a mix? Was it comedic roles? I didn't really do too much research of her history. I don't know, but looking but, at her IMDb, it looks like whatever came her way, she was jumping. Okay, at. okay. Um, um, she's she's hungry. Yeah, she's hungry. My God, she killed this role. Killed. I she did. loved her. I loved her. Uh, I understood. I think that's one of my all favorite of her things flaws about- and her viewpoints and and her self depression and and guilt and drive to get out of this loop over Andy uh, Sandberg's character because you know perhaps his life before he got into the loop was a little bit more melancholy. So you know he, he, he didn't. So he have- was in a rut. He was. That, that's one of my. That, that's right. that's one of the things. Like all these characters were in a rut before they even got into their loop. Correct. You but know. her, she had a horrible reminder every single day she woke she up from that loop, so which that became her motivation. Drive her motivate her to get the fuck out. Right. So. And, and and that's one of the things that like I love about it. You know, Andy Samberg hits he hits a wall. J.K. Simmons he hits a wall too. Like mm. both of them have reached their have have reached their, their their limit. They they stretched their sanity as far as it can go, and they they just went into a place of complacency. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just accepting like this is it. This is the way it is. Yeah. I will have my fun. I'll have my downtimes. I'll have my uptimes. And yeah. And 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 this is life now. And you know. And I understand it. I, I can't, you can't fault them. I mean, I think they. I do think they try and do a good job of explaining that and making well, the viewer understand that it's a metaphor for our life uh, honestly well, there's, you there's look at it that way too sure there's people who 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 get complacent and just say this is this is good enough or this is as good as i can do and i'll make the best of what i can and then there's people who say no i need to i need to make a change i need to i need to do something i need to to, to reinvent the wheel for myself mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the character of Sarah does. Yeah. Um, and she and I'm she currently transitioning from Andy Andy Sandberg to you know to Sarah's character. To Sarah. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm very much in I'm the trying. Andy Sandberg I'm camp. I'm trying. Um, I'm in the Niles camp right now, where I'm very much I'm very much living the same day over and over again. And um, I'm I'm angry, but I'm also complacent. So. <laughs> That's, but I, I think like that's it's very strange that you get this movie that for a lot of people kind of comes out of nowhere and has so much to say about life by reliving a single day mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- this movie was a hundred percent enjoyable, shocking, uh, deep, layered. I mean, it had everything going for it. It really did. Now, Max uh, Barbacow. He is the director of it. This is his first feature film, mm-hmm. and I think I, I think it's a great job. Um, 
I, it's, it's not particularly, you know, great in, in a visual sense. It's not, it's not great from any type well, of like, it's nothing spectacular. I mean, I think right, he did a good right. job with it's a lot solid, of the editing. Though. I think it was well edited. There's a lot yeah. of sharp edits that, and I do, I, I do love the effect. ambiguity of time mm-hmm. where, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, would you, at what point would you stop counting the, the times that you've reset the day? Oh, I, I, I hear you, and 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 yeah. it leads into the writer Andy Sierra. Um, this is his first, I believe, full feature. Uh, he's might have, I think he may have uh, done mainly just short movies before this, um, but this is his first feature length film to come to screen, and good on him. I mean, this this was it was nice. I don't know if there was a lot of ad libs and and improv. Um, knowing those yeah. actors, I would think, and just the performances, I would think there were. But sometimes you just never know. <laughs> All right, you know? Jay, you got a score, man? What's, uh, what's solid your score a, for it? Solid A. Um, yeah. Despite the hour and 30-minute runtime, it I did kind of get fatigued at a point. And, you know, you're, you're taken back away from the couple and back into individual characters and what they're doing. And it... I got it, it went a little too long. It stretched a little too long where I got a little bit I don't want to say bored, but I was like, all right, let's let's pick it back up again. <laughs> Cuz yeah, I was I'm, having such a great time and it had a, it kind of missed a, a little bit of a beat for me to keep it going and um and then it, it was great from from then on. I'm uh, I'm at an A minus. Um that's that's where I'm at with it. Uh for you know for me, I thought the script was great. I I, I thought the pacing of the film was was pretty good. Um but my, my my big issue with it was like thinking about this movie in retrospect, I think I have a better time thinking about this movie than I had watching this movie. Huh. If that if that makes any sense, um, I, I still I still really enjoyed the movie. Like, don't get me wrong, but I I, I feel like I didn't I didn't feel the depth while watching it, um, and I, and I felt like you know th- there's moments where they could have punched up that drama a little bit. They gave us one or two scenes of uh, of well, they great do more with her than with him, yeah, with I, him, yeah, right, yeah, and and I I kind of felt like you know it even for Andy Samberg's character. He kind of just goes with it, like even in the end, you know. If there, there, there's no great character. I mean, there is some character change for him. Don't get me wrong, but he definitely doesn't go through any type of big metamorphosis. He does come out the other end a better person. Um, no, but there, I understand. There, you're, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just felt like there, that there were moments of, of drama. Like, I also didn't feel like I understand that he's probably on the other side of insanity, but. At the same point, I don't, I don't think they did enough with his character to kind of show insanity. You know what I mean? Like you imagined you would go mad. You would go absolutely mad. And I, I there's things where I felt like it was just some missed opportunities there to, to kind of really delve deeper into into his character and, and uh, you know, e- even Sarah's character a little bit. Um, so that's, that's why it's an A minus, but I, I still very much enjoyed the film i absolutely enjoyed it and i recommend it to anybody who can stream it for free on hulu all right so that's going to do it for super movie brothers this week it's our first week back so we're a little rusty on the mic so thanks for sticking with us um you know we'll be back next week and each and every week after that for the foreseeable future uh pending any type of uh <laughs> moving uh fiascos that'll cause me to have to just skip a week here and there but i 
really thank you guys for sticking with us. Yes. Thank you for being you patient guys. with me for those two weeks. If you would like to be part of the show, you'd like to comment on anything we said on this episode or any previous episodes, you can reach out to me on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can reach me at SuperMovieProsPodcast on Facebook or on Twitter. Instagram, Super Movie Bros. Also, if you prefer Twitter, J underscore SMB. And of course, if you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the podcast listening app of your choice. If you're listening to us on iTunes, please consider leaving us a five-star review there. We'll be happy to read it on the show. I'm not sure if I did this already, but I'd like to welcome our new patron of the show, Emily. She will get to pick out her uh, loot chest item uh so i already sent her an email once i mail it off to her she'll be able to send pictures i'll share that on social media as well so emily thank you for being a fan of the show thank you for joining us absolutely and then also Uh, emily you know reach out to us let us know if there's some kind of topic that you want to hear from us talking about um you know interact with us let us know what you guys you know have in mind and of course for just one dollar a month you too can join emily and the rest of our patrons over there on patreon.com it's patreon.com slash super movie bros podcast you can get all the additional content that we produce over there so i want to thank all of you for listening have a great one. Don't forget to check me out on uh, Two Peas on a Pod doing a top five with Gerald over there. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.